Johnny Trescott took a megaphone and went out of the deckhouse. A wave catapulted at him, frothing, green, swirling. He caught a lifeline and held on through the smother of salt water. Disgorged, he waved the megaphone at the battered plane. The girl on the end waved back. A sailor brought up a coil of light line with a monkey fist attached. He swung it around his head and shot it toward the wing. Make it fast! bellowed Johnny through the megaphone. A slim youngster, his gold-braided coat flapping in the wind, scooped up the line and tied it around an aileron post. Johnny fastened a heavier line to the first and then bawled, Pull it! The youngster beckoned to the girl that she would be first, but she shook her head and passed the fat man down the wing. The fat man lifted a blanched face at the patrol boat and then grabbed at the line. Duck him good! shouted Heine at Johnny's elbow. He's yellow. That's Ferguson! There was little need to pay heed to Heine's order. Ferguson slid off the wing, arms flailing. He hit the center of a wave to be instantly swallowed up. He clawed the water, shrieking. Johnny braced his feet and through the smother of green sea, hauled in on the line. Bringing Ferguson into the lee, he pulled him up. Thank God, cried Ferguson. Thank God, thank God, thank God! Take him below! Shouted Johnny at a sailor, and Ferguson went, scrambling for a footing on the wave-hammered deck. Heine looked after him disgustedly. The youngster was pulling the heavy line back to the plane. It was caught in the waves. It tossed and lashed, bowed by the wind. This time, the girl allowed herself to be encoiled by the rope. She went off the wing in a clean dive, swimming five feet below the surface. Johnny swiftly took up the slack in the line. That takes guts! Johnny shouted to Heine. Ladies don't have guts! Heine retorted. Johnny reached down for a slim hand and pulled the girl to the deck. He set her on her feet and then stood staring at her. Abruptly, he forgot about the storm, forgot about the plane, forgot everything but the girl. Even the seawater had not marred her beauty. Her face was a delicate cameo done in ivory and topped by a glorious tumble of amber-red hair. Wake up! Bald Heine, grabbing the megaphone. Haul in! He shouted at the plane. The girl wiped the water out of her eyes and smiled. Thanks, sailor. Okay! Said Johnny, recovering his voice. I'm Johnny Truscott. Who are you? She smiled, laughter brimming into her ultramarine eyes. Alicia Reynolds, Mr. Trescott. If you... A mountain range, green and frothy, slashed at them, buried them. Johnny caught at her waist and held to the lifeline. When the water was gone, she threw her hair out of her eyes and then reached down to give a hand to the youngster who was being hauled in. Go out! Ordered Johnny, a little brusque. Unperturbed, she said, All right, Billy. Get that rope back, said the youngster she had called Billy. Max says she's about to go under. The elder of the two pilots was bracing himself with one foot against the gas tank cap on top of the wing. Hand over hand, calmly avoiding the fouling of the line, the pilot called Mac brought the heavy rope up and wound it about his waist. He plunged over the side and came up spluttering. With a clumsy breast stroke, he struck out for the patrol boat. Waves boosted him and dropped him 20 feet in the breath of a single stinging second. Johnny pulled him up. The girl sighed with relief and then turned to go aft. The pilot called Mac dashed the water from his burning eyes and pointed to the opposite side of the boat. Friends of yours? Asked Mac. Johnny whirled. Through the tumble of water, he could see a vague shape drawing abreast of them. 
It was a black, low-lying cruiser of ominous proportions. Get below! Rapped Johnny at the two pilots and the girl. When they had gone, Heine held on tight and stared at the ship, which was drawing nearer. Who is it? Three guesses, Heine. The first three don't count. My God, Johnny! You mean that's George Coquelin? In person. Run up some shells for the one-pounder and have Haynes break out a machine gun. We're gonna have a little party. But they're too close! They'll blow us out of the- A towering sea battered Heine against the side of the deckhouse. He struggled toward the hatch. Johnny gave the black ship a bitter smile. No one knew better than he that the presence of Georges Coquelin was not a coincidence. That line in the SOS about Ferguson. Ferguson could be held for ransom. Big ransom. Run out the shells! Bawled Johnny after his retreating exec. We'll hold them as long as we can! He thumped the holstered 45, which banged against his thigh. The pitching black line cruiser began to slacken speed, its wake still boiling. It swerved around in a 360-degree turn.